Welcome to Coffee with Kojo. My name is Demetria, and I'm so excited to have our guest with us today. Her name is Ariana Schumacher. She is a graduate student at SDSU, and I have taken some classes with her and super excited that I can virtually meet her and learn all about her and her journey. Welcome to our show. Thank you. So let's just jump right on in. Tell us about yourself, where you're originally from, and how in the world you ended up at SDSU. Yeah, so I'm originally from Pierce, South Dakota, so not too far away from SDSU. So when I was looking at graduating high school, I wanted to go to a college that had an agricultural focus. So SDSU was really the only option in the state and one of the few colleges in the nation that offered agricultural communication. So I got my undergrad in agricultural communications and a double major with journalism as well. And then I went on to get my, to go to grad school so that I can hopefully become a professor one day. That's kind of the, kind of the end goal. So we're chugging through grad school right now and hope to graduate this summer. Well, let me ask you this. Um, so did you come from a family farm or how do you, what, where's the connection with the agriculture? Yeah, so I am the fifth generation on our family farm. So we have a crop farm. I also worked at a research farm in high school doing agricultural research, working with livestock and crops. And they're actually an SDSU research farm. So another another connection to South Dakota State. So grew up with that agricultural background, was active in 4-H, which kind of helped me learn about speaking opportunities, communications through that. So pretty much a pretty broad agricultural background, but yeah, farm kid at heart. So I grew up on a farm. I'm in Kentucky um, and we had all of the animals that you can think of. Did you all have any animals on your farm? Um, When I was really, really little, we had sheep and hogs. But once (laughs) I hit about 10, my grandpa got out of the business. And so my dad got rid of the animals. We had cats and dogs, but no livestock, unfortunately. (laughs) Yeah, I think it's so cool to meet other women, especially that are interested or they've lived that farm life. So it's, I don't meet a lot of them. So when I do, I get super excited because it's a, it's an interesting world and I think it's amazing. Talk more about your journey. Like, why do you want to be a professor? I was really inspired by my college professors and I even considered going into agricultural education in college and then decided I didn't want a student teach, especially during COVID, things like that. So really decided to just get the agricultural communications focus. But once I hit graduation, I'd already been working in the journalism workforce for a couple of years now and was just starting to get a little bit of journalistic burnout and was looking for other opportunities where I could share my love of journalism without being an active journalist. And so being a college professor was something I talked to with some of my undergrad professors and they told me that it might be a good fit. And so I figured grad school was only two more years of college. So might as well hop on that right after graduation and see if I like teaching. Do you have any goals or aspirations to get your doctorate or is this the final stop? I've definitely considered it. I haven't decided fully if I want to. I know that I will want to take a academic break once I'm done with this, especially since I work full time on top of that. But I would like to get into undergrad teaching first and then decide if that's really the path I want to go to before I go all the way for my doctorate. I've also looked at agricultural communications doctorates at other universities too. So might try branching into getting more of a diverse education too. So you mentioned that you have a full-time job. So tell us what your role is, where it's at and what you do. Yes. So I am a multimedia journalist for Ag Week and Ag Week TV. So we are a magazine, website, 
and TV show that runs once a week for pretty much the whole upper Midwest area. We cover about six states right now, and I am the South Dakota and Iowa reporter, so I cover all of South Dakota, all of Iowa, branch into Minnesota a little bit, Nebraska a little bit, kind of those surrounding states, and cover everything there is to do with agriculture. So anything from livestock, crop, weather, all that kind of stuff, and it's a fun way to see the state. As a reporter and, and being out in a unique environment like agriculture and livestock and things, is there anything that you have seen or viewed or that caught you off guard or that was super unique that you could recall or share with our listeners? Just last month, actually, I got to attend the Buffalo Roundup in Custer State Park, and that is where they move thousands of bison across the prairie using horses. And they corral them all up, give them health checks, things like that. So I got to cover that from the back of a truck, kind of safari style, camera on my shoulder, riding through the prairie. And so that was an awesome kind of goal as a journalist to cover that event. So that was pretty fun. I also covered a story this summer with farmers in Iowa. They were two brothers in college and they made enough money playing the video game Farming Simulator and posting YouTube videos about it, that they were able to buy a big farm down in Iowa. So they got to take their video games and turn them into an actual farm. So that was a really inspiring and pretty unique story to cover too. Well, the bison thing has really caught me off guard because when I think of them, I think of like big and scary. Then I'm like, Demetria, you grew up on a farm with bulls and cows. So it's okay. <laughs> uh, they're, they're a lot scarier than cattle, definitely. Yeah. Cat was yeah. pretty much in the back of the truck for most of it. You weren't getting out close to them or anything like that. It was pretty awesome to see too. That is exciting. That's like a bucket list type situation. There were reporters from all over the world there, which really, that shocked me. I was just expecting like local, maybe a few from around the country, but talk to reporters from like Germany that traveled all the way to South Dakota just to watch it. So yeah, you definitely want to add that to your resume. You're involved in AgWe. Tell me about that. A great agricultural outlet. A lot of farmers around here enjoy watching a weekly TV show that's just kind of pushed out for them. And then we also have the print magazine too. So that gets shipped to their homes every, every week and they get to see kind of a few more stories than what we can fit into a 30-minute TV show every week. So let's switch gears a minute and talk back to school. Are there any classes that you have absolutely loved while being in this program or one that you're in now that you loved or it's helped prepare you for your role or a future role that you can recall? Yeah, so the fundamental one for me, and I go to speak to this class a lot, is the basic news writing class on campus. So it's your entry-level journalism class. I never dreamed I'd be a journalist with AgCom. I thought I was going to go more of the marketing, digital design route. I'm awful at digital design. And I kind of sat through the journalism class and Jim Helen teaches that class. And so that was kind of the moment where I realized, oh, this, this might work. This might be a fit. I was pretty shy up until that point. Didn't like to talk to people. And so kind of blew away my friends and family when I told them I wanted to be a journalist and go talk to people every day. And that was pretty fundamental for me. Yeah. Some of the agricultural classes too, were it's good to have a stronger background in some of those tougher topics. I was an animal science minor while I was there too. So I got to take some of the more in-depth animal science classes like breeding and genetics. And while taking those, I didn't think I would ever use that information, but actually it's great. 
conversation starters mm -hmm. with producers, kind of build that trust up with them by having some of that background in tougher topics. So when you were on air a whole lot more, did you ever get nervous? And if you did, what helped you get through that? Oh, yes. I started off at my old job as a digital reporter, never thought I would go on air, had a fear of cameras, fear of speaking, slowly got to watching other reporters and going, oh, that might be fun. So I was live every single morning. I was the morning show reporter. So I was on the early, early morning shows. I would do live shots in the morning. I would be in the studio sometimes anchoring some of my pieces, things like that. And when I first started with that, it was nerve wracking. My very first live shot, I set up the camera. It was dark outside. All you see was the shining light staring at you. And I froze and I just stood there and did, couldn't tell you what my story was about. Blank screen of my face for about 10 seconds before they chopped <laughs> it off. So the nerves definitely get to you, but honestly, just the practicing, I'd practice in the hallways before I'd go on. I'd kind of memorize stuff before I got to that point, especially if it was a live shot. I'm not an ad lib person. I can't just stand there and talk. So memorizing, practicing, but once you're on air every single day, the nerves kind of go away. So you're getting ready to graduate. You've had a lot of great experience in the field. What advice would you give future communications professionals or journalists who are getting ready to enter the news industry? Yeah, build your connections ahead of time. The biggest one for me would be reach out to those newsrooms. You never know who's going to have a job opening in the future, who's looking to hire and maybe just hasn't gotten around to posting it online, or even just getting your name out there to be like, hey, I'm going to be graduating soon. Like you're going to see my name in the workforce. I got my last job. They didn't even have a job opening when I sent them an email. I kind of just sent out an email. It was my last call. Like, hey, I'm going to stay in the industry if I get a job with you. If not, I'm going to transition somewhere else. And they were able to hire me on without having a job. So building those connections is great. And you also just meet other journalists along the way or other people in the field that can kind of mentor you, be like, hey, I saw a job opening or things like that. Are you involved in any like associations or have memberships in any clubs or anything right now? I am involved with NAFB, which is the National Association of Farm Broadcasters. So that's a big national organization. They have a convention coming up here in a couple of weeks in Kansas City that we'll travel down to and we'll do stories there, things like that. But it's the only one I'm in right now. I was involved with Little Eye on campus when, when I was an undergrad. So definitely one I'd recommend. Yeah. That's good. That's great. I, I agree. I think getting involved with an organization or association is always good, especially when you're getting ready to graduate or what have you, because you meet people. So I definitely, for me, I'm involved. Well, I don't have a, a role, but I do have an active membership with the Nas National Association of Black Journalists, which is awesome. And you get to meet people at the conferences and um, they have classes virtually and things like that. And I've met some really cool people. So networking is, is the name of the game. Like you said earlier, you had said you are potentially interested in being a professor. Where do you see yourself in five years? So I would love to keep reporting too. Even if I do end up getting a more of a professor role, I'd love to keep reporting, whether that's freelancing once in a while or still holding a part-time job with Ag Week, because I do 
I love my job. It's work from home. It's flexible. So it's a lot of, it's really nice. A lot of fun. Get to work with some great ag journalists from across the Midwest. So staying in reporting, staying active. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you've done some amazing things. So last question. Well, two questions. You are very busy. You're in grad school. You have a full-time job. You have big aspirations and goals and you're involved with a lot of things. Is there anything that you like to do for fun or free time to relax and unwind? And you can be honest and share if you're a Golden Bachelor fan like me. I have been watching The Golden Bachelor. It's <laughs> been one show that I've consistently kept up with, but I love anything outside, hiking, exploring. I live in the city now, so not quite as much exploring as I'd like, but getting outside, getting active, hanging out with my friends, and then watching Netflix, watching, watching shows in the evening, usually while I'm doing homework. But <laughs> I think we all have to take a deep breath, learn to relax and unwind because it's a lot when you're in school. And like for me, I'm a mom, I've got a baby and a husband, and then I have businesses too. So sometimes I have to literally stop myself. Yeah. And just say, Demetria, just put the laptop down watch a television show. So lucky for me, Golden Bachelor was created. So that's been my amazing time on Thursday nights. <laughs> I was never a Bachelor fan. And then they, then they released that one. They got me hooked. Yeah. They say it's like broken so many uh, records, which is awesome. So last question, do you have anything, any other advice or anything to share to anyone who is listening to this podcast before we finish up? Yeah, just get involved on campus, especially if you're in person, if you're on campus and undergrad. I didn't get as involved as I would have liked to, and those college years go by pretty fast, and you no longer have a pandemic to fight with like we did. So get out, get involved, get connected, and talk with others in the industry. You'll learn so much from other people. Well, Ariana, thank you so much for being on our show. We are so excited for your future and we are thankful for all of the wisdom and the nuggets of inspiration that you left us today. And if anyone wants to stay in contact with you, do you have any social media handles that you want to share? Yeah. So you can find me on Facebook. It's just Adweek Ariana Schumacher. I keep most updated on that. I am on Twitter or X as it's called now. And I believe it's, if you just search Ariana Schumacher, should be able to find me. Well, I'm going to do that. And then other than that, we are signing off. Thank you all for listening. And we will see you on our next episode. This podcast is the property of the School of Communication and Journalism at South Dakota State University, which reserves all rights to its use. Music by Cody M. Johnson and Tyler Addison James is licensed through AMP Music.